0: You're listening to Good Lad
1: Unscripted with your host, I oh, miss Anna. This is uh, Terry Goodlad. Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. Welcome if you've never been here before. Today, Anna is babysitting, kid. babysitting kids, looking after the kids. I've got my very, very dear friend, Missy Posterly, with me. You're my guest today, Missy. We go back. Quite a few years. Quite a few years, yeah. close to a decade. Mm-hmm. And it started off uh, when I managed a model team, mm-hmm. and you were one of the models on that team, or you chosen to be on that team. Yes. And then we started working together, and just this friendship has blossomed out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's because you're such a salty chick. <laughs> 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 we kind of <laughs> come from a similar background. Mm-hmm. You, you grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. Yep. Uh, Steeltown. That is no longer steel pulled out of there. Uh, It was probably 20 years ago now. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, and and so the city's kind of decayed, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Do you go back often?
0: I try to. I try to go back at least once a year, if not twice.
1: What do you see when you go there?
0: Um, You know, it's it's weird coming from Vegas because everything is just you know being built and it's so busy and there's so much going on and then you go home and it's like there's nothing there. You know, I mean we we have like two main roads in the town that I'm from um and it just seems like a lot of places are boarded up there's not a lot of places being built there's abandoned uh plazas it's just it's sad i mean there's there's a neighboring town that's i would say a little bit better you know they're taking a lot of west coast uh restaurants and stuff and moving them that way like we have a firehouse back home that's a big deal now firehouse Ooh. subs
1: yeah Ooh, moving up in the world <laughs> well, i thought you meant like a fire hall <laughs> no no, no like, firehouse subs. firehouse
0: subs oh, yeah, yeah so that it's a is deal. a big deal um but we didn't have stuff like that back home so um, they're starting to build in some places, but the the little town outside of Youngstown, where I'm from, it's just not nothing going on. Who called you truck stop Barbie? My grandpa, <laughs> 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 Papa.
1: Now, Uh-oh. if I can describe you, you uh, we 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 just did a, a, a podcast for the Model Body mm-hmm. magazine, uh, and you're you're five eleven, five ten, yeah, five ten. So mm-hmm. you and I are about the same height. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and blonde beautiful brown eyes, gorgeous face. You've modeled for me for almost a decade now. Mm -hmm. One of my all-time favorite models to work with, Anna and I made a short list of, okay, if there was, you know, if I had to go to an abandoned island with only five models and that's the only ones I could shoot for the rest of my life. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in this business a long time. I don't know if it's a dream, okay? (laughs) But uh, on that, that short list of five, you were... In that five and, and very high up in that five, Anna of course Appreciate is number that. one because she's a great model and we work together so much mm-hmm. and and I always get good pictures with her. But I've always loved working with you because we always get good pictures. The mm-hmm. irony is, is that you never think that you're there. Right. Want to talk about that a little bit. Want to talk about uh, and and I guess the reason why I brought up Youngstown is that you grew up poor, mm-hmm. right? And lots of racial diversity so you grew up in whatever you would imagine that to be in a town that is known for for mob control Mm -hmm. you know so i would assume it was a violent place probably lots of crime
0: yep yeah Yeah, i think we were actually on like i think it was like 99 it was the worst crime spot in america in america yep Mm
1: -hmm. i remember that statistic and uh and because i just wrote a story on you a while ago and i did all the research on Mm -hmm. that and and so I, I look at that, and then I look at this girl sitting across from me. And you're a ten. You know, you're you're a mother of twins. Yes. And still a ten. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, with the added de- designation of, can we call you a milf?
0: Ooh, okay. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that milf are Not quite a
1: cougar, but you, you do qualify as a milf because you got that. you got twins. Yeah. But uh, no, seriously though, a very very attractive girl. Yet when you sit down and you start talking. Um, uh, uh, something that you wouldn't expect to come out of this. I think that's where the truck stop
0: Barbie comes in.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So how did that nickname come about?
0: Uh, Honestly, I don't remember. I I mean, you look
1: like Barbie. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: we'll do the Barbie things, you know, blonde hair, you know, we'll go with that. I always loved Barbie. I have a Barbie tattoo. Barbie's my bitch. (laughs) Um, But I think honestly, it has to be my foul mouth. I just, I don't know if, and I get in trouble for this at work all the time. Like HR constantly has to talk to me about cursing um, because I just, I don't, I address the the staff, okay, I'm a manager at a nightclub in town, so, we, so everyone knows what's going on, and when I address the staff, if I say, what's up, bitches, it's not that I was trying to be rude, it's just that I was just greeting them in a way, and, you know, I get in trouble for my mouth, so I think
1: that's where the... Familiar, uh, and it's a vernacular that would be familiar with anybody that attends that club. Yeah. It's Dre's. Yeah. Can we talk, can Maybe we call we can it Dre's? Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, so it's Dre's, so mm-hmm. if you know anything about the nightclub scene in Vegas, mm-hmm. uh, Dre's is famous worldwide yes this is the for many many years this was the after hours place to go mm-hmm. now you guys have converted it into a super club so there's the pool there's everything it's like basically 24 hours right yes and it's the best party in town
0: agreed 100 percent,
1: 100 percent. yeah and you've been there for how many years uh 10 years 10 since years. i moved here yeah yeah and so it's a tremendous responsibility you have there mm-hmm. right i'd like to think so yeah so go on and
0: Oh, we were the talking truck about what? Stop Truck Barbie. Stop Barbie. Yeah. So I honestly, I don't know where the name came from or why he even called me that, but it's been a running joke ever since, you know. So Trailer Barbie, <laughs> Truck Stop Barbie, whatever. Um,
1: Depends what you're doing that day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, Papa gave me that nickname. We, we laugh about it still. It's a good man.
1: Now you come from a really, really rough place. People like that, regardless of how you look, oftentimes prospects are not. You are great because you, you know, like you say, you can take the ghetto out of the kid, but you can't. Or you take the kid out of the ghetto, but can't get the ghetto out of the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what now? You've come out to Las Vegas and become a big fish in a big pond out here. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, working with Dre's and doing an exceptional job there. Got into modeling and boom, you know, like gorgeous model, very, very popular model. What would you attribute that change? I wouldn't expect you to come out here and do so well.
0: Honestly, I I didn't expect to come out here and do so well. <laughs> um, I remember like one of my first few years out here, I flew my dad to Vegas to come see me, see the you know where I work and everything. And I remember he walked in and this is I probably why I'm like this, but he walked into Dre's and he looks around and he goes, Oh, wow, no poles. I thought you were a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and i laughed because it's funny you know did he get misty eyed (laughs) no (laughs) no i mean he was just like he was probably thought i was lying and i was really stripping out here which is fine i don't have any problem with strippers but Mm -hmm. you know that's which explains a lot about me that's how my dad talks that's how he is you know he's just he is the reason why i'm probably truck stop um (laughs) but i i have to owe all of it to my husband. If I didn't come out here, and I got married right when we moved here, we were already mm-hmm. engaged. Um, you know, we were planning to have a wedding and then we just got hitched by Elvis, you know, that was the, the idea, but we've been together ever since. Um, but if I didn't have him here to keep me grounded and, and keep me out of trouble, you know, you, you come out here as a single girl mm-hmm. that, you know, comes from a rough background and doesn't really know her place in life or know her worth, it's really hard to get caught, like not get caught up in this town. Um, especially when you, you know, when I got my job, I. I didn't look like I should work there. And and they knew that. They didn't want to hire me. Um, luckily I had um someone from back home that worked with Dre's, worked with the company, and he was higher up, so he was able to say, No, you guys gotta hire her. Like she's you know, family from backtown, you gotta you gotta hire her. So luckily because of him, I was it was the reason why I got the job in the first place. Um, but other than that, they wouldn't have hired me. I looked like I went to my interview. I don't like an idiot with black pants, a white button up shirt. Like I was going to a job interview. Like that's what, you know, for a job interview. Now I know you're supposed to go to a cocktail server interview wearing a slutty dress <laughs> and that's how you're supposed to get hired. Um, which is funny because now when people come to interview with me, they don't realize they're about to interview with a female and that their dress isn't going to work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice dress. Do you have yeah. any clothes at home? Yeah. Give a pantsuit?
0: <laughs> um, but that was the thing is like, you know, when I moved out here, I didn't look like I should be a Vegas cocktail server. So I having that work ethic and that background of, you know, working hard. You know, it, when I, uh, when I lived back home, I was trying to go to school and I worked at Granger. Do you know what Granger is? Mm. It's like the packing company that sells like tools, you know? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was working in the warehouse of Granger wearing steel toe boots and driving a forklift. Like that's what I did for work. Hot. I, yeah.
1: Wasn't there a movie? <laughs> what was that? uh flash Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Seriously. That's yeah, Jennifer was like.
1: Beals was a, was a, uh, a welder.
0: Yeah. So same idea. You know, I, I, I throw, think
1: that was a, like a fantasy thing.
0: No, this was a real life thing for me, though. No, it was a real life <laughs> thing, but
1: I think that's kind of like a, a, a guy fantasy thing, isn't it? Probably, With yeah. Some probably some hot why chick those, wearing probably, steel-toed boots and, a, and driving, driving a, a forklift. Lift. But That, that, that's that cusses always, at you if you get in the way.
0: Yeah. i always cussing. Um, but that was like what I came from, you know? So I think once I started at Dre's and, and actually wanted to learn and, and wasn't just there to be like, eh, you know, I, I was mm-hmm. actually trying to work hard. They did try to fire me because I was trying to work doubles with another job and I was tired all the time and I was miserable working graveyards. Um, but after I quit that other job and tried actually working hard, <laughs> then I ended up becoming the lead cocktail server. And then from there I moved into management. So mm-hmm. it paid off. But, you know, having that work ethic, um, has really helped me, and that's probably because of where I come from. You know, you can't get anywhere in life without working hard.
1: Now, coming from Ohio, tough background, forklift driver. Oh, <laughs> oh, and did we mention uh, on the weekends when you weren't the forklift driver, you were a pageant oh, yeah. competitor?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was same same time. That was the same time in life. Um, yeah, I did pageants too. So, um, but for a few years, for a few years, I did pageants, which I mean, I I owe a lot to that creepy guidance counselor for. <laughs>
1: suggesting that he had a creepy guidance counselor that uh, tell the story, but
0: so when I was in high school, this, this guidance counselor, he, I mean, I honestly, I don't remember him much, but I remember he was the one that got me the information for doing Miss 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 teen Ohio. And I thought it was great. You know, I did all my uh, research for it and did the pageant did really well. My first time I got third place, got Miss congeniality, mostly for my foul mouth and how I acted while I was there. <laughs> um, not like a pageant girl. We'll just go with that. Um And so I, I you yeah, know, but years later, you know, fast forward to what, 2012, when I was doing Vitrix with you, um, I had some revealing photos on my Facebook and he was commenting, oh yeah, it looks very inviting. <laughs> like What?
1: <laughs> did he have that voice? <laughs> I hope he did. In that's your head it, it sounded In like that. my head that, that's right? how it
0: sounded. Um, but so yeah, you had to block him. I had to block him. It's just, I mean, I'm friends with some of my teachers on Facebook that, mm-hmm. you know, from high school, but I think that was probably weird, you know.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool that. I had a tryst with a English teacher in really? high school. Yeah.
0: Like a physical tryst?
1: Aren't they all physical? I don't know. I don't know if this is <laughs> just like, physical? I don't know. How do you have a tryst that isn't physical? I
0: don't know if you guys just had like a- Fantasy tryst? Maybe.
1: Online tryst? Maybe. Virtual tryst? Twer- no, this is This was a tryst.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. A lot of a lot of people have that fantasy in life. Huh? Well, it's one
1: of those things, you know, they used to wear Penthouse Forum, right? Mm-hmm back in the day where they write all those fictitious, you know, I never believed this would happen to me. Every story starts that way. Yeah. Right. It could have been one of those, but it actually happened.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Did something that happened once or was it like often? All oh, right. <laughs> 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 so you went to school with Mary Kay Letourneau is what you're saying, because <laughs> that's what we're going with. Uh, um,
1: we'll just stop it there, but she was, she was very sweet and she was, you I'm know. sure she was. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I think that I think that some people are susceptible to that being high school teachers mm-hmm. probably and
0: You know looking back I am surprised like I there were a lot of teachers that actually got in trouble for having relationships with students when I was in high school. Was it
1: just in your school?
0: Um, I'm sure it happened in other
1: places. Was your school the kind of, was it one of those last stop places for wayward teachers? (laughs) (laughs) Was it that kind of a neighborhood? You know,
0: there was one teacher who, he was a teacher when my sister was in school. She's six years older than me. And I remember he used to take a lot of pictures. He was like the school photographer also. And he always Uh had pictures. (laughs) He always had pictures of.
1: (laughs) Never trusted photographer, Missy. Never.
0: (laughs) Uh, He always had pictures of girls hanging up like in his classroom and stuff. My sister, I remember her coming home with like nice photos he took of her nothing weird just you know he took nice pictures um but he ended up having a relationship with um a a female student she was a sophomore and he was probably in his 50s you know Mm -hmm. and um he like bought her clothes and stuff you know and then uh i mean she went on to marry somebody who was much older anyway like she liked older guys whatever um some girls do yeah you know so
1: thank god for anna
0: (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah i mean i remember that happening when i was in high school but, I mean, Interesting. I the high school wasn't bad. I love I, the school. I, I would love to have my kids go to that school. It really wasn't. Really? school? Yeah.
1: Is it still like that now?
0: Um, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard anything bad about it, but I mean, they're, they're really focused on sports and I, mean, I wouldn't say I got like the greatest education there because, you know, I didn't. And I really put forth that much effort in high school. So it's probably more on me than the school.
1: Most kids do put in a tremendous <laughs> amount of effort into high school. I know I did.
0: <laughs> no, I definitely didn't. And put put a think I a lot of effort into getting out better. of bed and trying
1: to make it to the building at some point during that day, but I wasn't really applied. I didn't reply myself. in school. I skipped school a lot. I think I did too. Yeah. I skipped out once I skipped out and played tennis with the principal and he was so hissed at me when he found out that i had skipped out
0: oh i'm like well, how would you not have known you just weren't in school well we he just
1: thought games. i had a spare period right oh. and so i went out and we played doubles mm-hmm. and he and i were doubles partners and we played and had this rousing game of tennis and then he found out later that i'd skipped out of class to do it to See,
0: you know my mom she always used to you know she, i'm the youngest of three so you know she, i feel like by the time she got to me she really knew all the tricks yeah you know she didn't. Um, <laughs> I love this woman, but she, uh, I remember one time she was in the bathroom taking a bath or something. I pop in right before school and I'm like, mom, can you sign the bottom of this paper? Blank piece of paper. <laughs> I'll write the note in a second, but it's for me to do something. I don't even remember what I lied about, but she signed it. Oh she signed God. it and I wrote a note, Missy is excused for duh, 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 <laughs> to go leave school with my boyfriend. Um, but they called her to make sure I was allowed to leave and, you know, they, I think she told him that I wasn't. So I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I got in trouble a lot in high school, though, because I, uh, oh my God, I was in concert choir. I don't know if you if you guys, you know what a concert choir is. No, but it's we like, never had that in my school. You never had choir?
1: Uh, they may have, but you if you ever did, you would never admit to being in it because you get your. Oh. Get beaten half to death.
0: Okay, well, I was I was involved in a lot of high school. I was involved in a lot of different things, um, but I was in choir for the first two years, and then you have to audition for concert choir. That's when you like you have to do like a whole routine and sing. And I wouldn't say I was a great singer, but you know I was a good performer. I guess. Can you so. sing something for us now? No, no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> um, but I made concert choir, and then the last spring concert before we were going to be done with school and I would move in to be a junior, I I pulled a prank on the. Um, on the uh rent-a-cop is what i called him i was so pissed he got me in trouble um but it was an officer that like patrolled the school well during this concert before we went on we were locked into a classroom so you couldn't roam the halls or get lost and miss your show so i had to go to the bathroom and i knocked on the door and i told him like i have to go to the bathroom he's like well i'm sorry you have to stay in here and i'm like well i'm gonna piss myself like i have to go to the bathroom he's like sorry too bad so me i'm such an asshole so i took a tampon. And I colored it red with a permanent marker. Yes. And I dipped it in red Gatorade and I hung it on the outside of the classroom door and told him, well, this is why this is what happens (laughs) because you didn't let me go to the bathroom. (laughs) And I thought I was slick. The whole class ratted on me like they got called in one by one to see who did it. Every single person said it was me. And I got kicked out of concert. never,
1: never count on the kids from concert choir. I
0: I was so depressed. And my best friend was in concert choir. So I had to go to every concert after that to watch her and support and I just cried every time.
1: We can end the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost the perfect ending. <laughs> but here you are now, you're you're a mom of two twin girls. How mm-hmm. old are the girls?
0: They'll they'll be 3 in September.
1: Okay. What is it like now knowing what you were like as a kid? I'm
0: so scared. Are you? Well, you know, everyone would ask me when I was pregnant, what do you want to have? What do you want to have? I'm like, I'll take anything but two girls. That's what I said every single time. Anything but two girls. Boy and a girl, two boys, done. God gave you girls. God gave me two girls. Um, no, it's, it scares me because it's really hard to punish the you out of a child. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. And
1: and the you is the part that infuriates you the most.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, the, you know, the whining, the tantrums, like, I've been there, girl. I get it. But, <laughs> you know, you got to stop sometime. Um, yeah, it, it's hard. It's definitely hard. But, I, God, I love them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So now, with COVID, everything's changed for you. Yeah. Because work just stopped. I, I mean, like so many of us. I mean, the same thing with us. We have... You know, two businesses: me as a photographer, and then we have our fitness wear line of clothing. And mm-hmm. everything stopped in January. It's just like boom, done. Yeah. And um, and then uh, you know, I started a coffee business, the Black Black Bean Dog Coffee, the mm-hmm. Black Bean Coffee Company. Started that, and that is now our income, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with you, uh, all the clubs, Vegas have shut down. Yeah. Right, all the clubs are shut down. You're you're. You guys, I think, are the last stage to open, right, is is clubs? Yeah. And a lot of places aren't even going to bother opening in 2020. Right. Um, So that means you have no income. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talk about that. How did that change the dynamic at home? And You know, just when we... I remember
0: in, back in December, my boss saying like, hey, things are getting really bad over there. Like we need to start prepping. You need to start making sure you're stocking up on things. This is December. And you know, some of the staff were looking at him like he's crazy. My husband went out and bought water and toilet paper and all the stuff that they kept saying people were going to run out of. Um, and then <clears throat> once I think one of the properties on the strip closed in March, we were soon to follow. It was like mm-hmm. maybe a week later they decided that they were going to close. Um, and it was just... Like dead stop you know we thought we'd go back to work in a couple weeks like okay wait till everything settles down and we'll go back to work and then it was a month and then two months and Mm -hmm. then you know here we are we've been out of work since the beginning of march and it's scary because like this is you know summer is so busy in vegas and so much income and so many people come to party and it's like you're just thinking about all the money you would have made Mm -hmm. each week every time the week passes you're like god it was memorial day weekend i haven't had a memorial day weekend off in 10 years and I'm just like thinking of how busy we were every year for Memorial Day, like mm-hmm. hitting million dollar marks, like thousands of people coming in the club and you're just thinking about it so sad. Um, but it really just changed for me, like what am I gonna do next? You know, my husband and I, we've we've been back and forth so many times on what's next for us. Are we gonna stay in Vegas? Like, you know, he he loves our hometown, he loves where we're from and he really wants to raise our kids there. And I mean, I, I love the idea too, because I I love that I grew up in a place that you know, gave me that backbone and gave me like a sense of like hard work, you know? And I can, I'm not saying that what growing up in Vegas, you can't have that, but I know what kind of people came out of Youngstown and how like strong they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want my kids to grow up there. I think it'd be great for them to go to the same high school that I did. and. You know, have the same experiences that I had. I hate that my kids can't play outside because it's 120 degrees. <laughs>
1: you know, I want them to go play. That's and- one of the problems we have too. Yeah, I mean, it's this hard. time of year, you know, we Anna takes them out in the mornings. Mm-hmm. You know, so our kids, we we get up here. at, Four thirty-five o'clock in the morning. Yep, same. And then you know we're trying to be out the door someplace by seven o'clock because I mean even at seven o'clock, like we're this week we're at uh, we're at one hundred and nine yesterday. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is today, but it's uh, you know you go to the park and. It, Katie went down the wrong slide instead of the, there's two slides. One's got some shadow on it Mm -hmm. and the other, or some shade on it and the other one doesn't. And she went down the wrong one and burnt her butt. Oh, I'm sure. So she was yelping. And um, and so it's just really, really hard with kids here because you end up, you got to stay inside, Mm -hmm. especially now because there's no place we can really go with kids. Right. So that's what's been really
0: hard is because, you know, you just, I'm, I'm trying to think about the future and, and me not working in clubs right now. I'm like, okay, well, what if, what if clubs aren't a thing anymore? Right. You know, if, if, if the coronavirus is stays and they, they ban live events, they ban large gatherings, of people like that, like what's next for me, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I just, I want to have a backup plan, but I also don't want to do something that I'm not passionate about. Like I love working in nightclubs. I love working with live music. You know, I, I love chaos, you know, I want to do something that I enjoy doing. But I don't want to just settle for something that's just going to.
1: So where are you going with all that? Now um, you you've got to just to lay some background here. You've got a good brand. You've branded yourself well. You used your modeling to your best advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, never letting anything else, o- you know, uh, overshadow what you were doing with Dre's because obviously, you know, you're you're in management of Dre's. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody in the club business that sticks around longer than a year you know, you've been there a decade yeah. um, and, and then moved into management and you're very, very good at what you do. And so that transfers into almost anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just the club business, it's management and management at that level. And that's the thing. Like I look at our clothing business and, and people say, like, like I started the coffee business from idea to my first order was six weeks mm-hmm. and people are going, oh my God, how did you do that? And it's just, well, we did the clothing business and it's a million times more complex and risky than coffee. Coffee is pretty straightforward. For me, it was really simple. Mm -hmm. That analogy transfers to you. Now, you work in the club business. Uh, I mean, other than restaurants, restaurants and clubs are probably the hardest businesses to have. And especially in a place like Vegas, you would think that clubs would do great, but Mm -hmm. they're always having to reinvent themselves because they're very trendy. But Dre's has always been an A-list, top of the list, best place to be. Mm-hmm. And being a part of that as a management person, I think anybody would would recognize that and that those skills would be transferable. Do you not agree? Or?
0: Yeah, I mean, my husband always said, you know, if, if clubs don't work out, you can always move into hotel management. I'm like, oh my God, it sounds so boring. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like every night I'm, you know, pushing out thousands and thousands of dollars of product with these cocktail servers. And, you know, we're, we have Little Wayne, we have Nelly, we have all these people that are just like, amazing performers were always busy Mm -hmm. and i couldn't imagine going and like working at a hotel you know like for me like that yeah just that just sounds boring you know so i I just i want to do something that i enjoy
1: so what is that thing for you
0: um you know i've I've done a little like learning since this whole coronavirus thing has started And, and
1: this is something we had this conversation before we started the podcast but uh you know I've done the same. I've been reading between three and four books a week, audio books, mm-hmm. yep. started a business, revamped a whole other business. That you know, I'm using this time to my best advantage. I'm talking to other people and they're bored and they've watched everything Netflix has to offer and are going, yeah. are you out of your freaking mind? Are you not using this time to better yourself? Mm-hmm. When are you going to get, if somebody told me six months ago that, Terry, you're going to have three months to sit on your butt and do absolutely nothing and there's nothing you can do about it, Mm -hmm. Uh, You can do whatever you want in that time to better yourself. I would have said you're out of your mind. That would be a dream come true. Mm -hmm. We just had it.
0: Yeah. We did, right? we
1: did. We had it. Now you use that time mm-hmm. to do what?
0: Um, well, I learned Excel. I thought that was probably, I mean, that's very beneficial for me at my job currently. You know, right. working at Dre's, I, I write a lot of reports. In any and, business, Yeah, and I know Excel. it's important anywhere. It's a fundamental so thing. I figured I might as well learn more than what I've been taught by my bosses. You know, I want to learn what there is to offer with Excel. And then I was thinking, like, I I've, I've added a bunch of things to my wish list, and I was like, well, Photoshop sounds kind of cool because it's, it's really complex and, you know, working with photographers, I know they use Photoshop and it sounds interesting. Like, why not? So now I'm learning Photoshop and, you know, now we decided maybe next is video editing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do that next. Um, but then I thought like the podcast, which is probably why we're all here is because, mm-hmm. you know, just to, to find something that I enjoy doing. And I, like we talked about, I enjoy connecting with people and, you know, just getting now myself out there.
1: Podcast is something you're further down the road on already. Mm-hmm. You're ready to launch this thing soon, right? Yeah, soon, hopefully. A couple yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to focus of your podcast to be? Or have you have you solidified that to the point where you want to talk about it, or? Uh,
0: I'm not sure. I really don't know. I feel like I feel like as a person, as a woman, as a mom, as a manager. Like I have so many different aspects of my life that I feel like I can kind of put that all in together and and just be about me and like mm-hmm. my life. And maybe I can help somebody or maybe I can just entertain somebody, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. So that's the kind of direction we're going. That's pretty
1: cool. I'm excited to hear. Uh, I'm excited to, to hear it and be there and watch it all go.
0: And I think the layer of Vegas really helps because there's a lot of people that don't get to experience the craziness and, and how mm-hmm. Vegas is. And mm-hmm. to hear even just a small story about something that happened out here would be mind blowing to people, especially It'd be back fascinating
1: home. for me. And I'm not, I like, I've got zero interest in the club mm-hmm. world. You know, I'm, 61 and four kids and I'm, I'm doing that. And then running my businesses, I really don't go to clubs, mm-hmm. but hearing the stories it's, I can live vicariously through you. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> what about modeling? You're um, going to continue with it.
0: I hope to. Um, it's something I've always enjoyed doing and you know, it's, talking to different photographers. I have friends that are photographers or, you know, that want to shoot. And it's like, I don't, you have to have that connection. Like you and I Mm -hmm. have talked about the connection that we have when we shoot together, because I feel comfortable with you. Um, and I know you're not just trying to take, you know, anal cavity pictures. Like you're (laughs) you're trying to, (laughs) you're trying to have real art behind it. So it's hard to find somebody who wants to work with you. That doesn't just want pictures like that. Um, you know, a lot of people don't really care to create art. They just want to take pictures of ass. So, yeah. Um, You know, I, I, it's something I always enjoyed doing and, you know, we have a project coming up next. Yeah. I'm so excited about
1: that. We just did a dry run. When you got here, you tried on the wardrobe and it's smoking. Mm, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. It'll be cool. Yeah. Well, listen, Missy, uh, where can, if people want to follow you, can they follow you on Instagram?
0: Yeah. Missy Posterly, M-I-S-S-Y-P-O-S-T-E-R-L-I my instagram handle <laughs>
1: okay well thank you very much thank, thank you very much and thank you everyone for listening again blackbean.coffee go check it out we've got a costa rican uh, it's called costa rican sunrise but it's costa rican bean, medium roast single origin it's delicious give it a try uh, and we're gonna have missy back when you kick off your podcast right yep. we're gonna have missy back and she'll tell us all about our podcast you go listen to her Thanks. We'll be back in a couple days. Have an awesome weekend. We'll be back in a couple days with another episode.